This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to that Peter Crouch podcast. This is uh, me, Peter Crouch. I've uh, got Chris Stark with me, um, the BBQC Plus. And Torian uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. says that I do. Thought we'd moved away from <laughs> oh, for a little bit. But... That was early doors. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that just came to me then. That I, thought. I, was, I was thinking about stupid nicknames and then that just came into my head. Well, mate, I had to put in the um, order for the, for the Christmas uh, food, um, thinking ahead to that, because I cooked the Christmas dinner. Are you barbecuing already? It? Yeah, well, you've put the order in 100%. already. I'm going to do the whole thing on the barbecue. Slow and slow. Uh, slow turkey, or do you are you are you a turkey? No, man? weirdly not. Turkey's actually very tricky to do on the barbecue. Oh, but I'm also the plan is to have on one barbecue. I'm going to have a turkey on the go, and then a bit of beef on another one. I'm going to try to do potatoes and Yorkshire puddings on the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggle with twelve sausages on one barbecue, let alone two barbecues going with the do whole you, lot. Do you have two going. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. What are you boys doing Christmas dinner-wise or have you not thought about it yet? I don't have a lot to do with the dinner, usually. Do you... Who does the dinner? Uh, Abby, Abby does it. Uh, uh, brother John, she actually. Cook? Is she? Uh, she's very good, yeah. Is she? Very are you, good. Are you, so you said that as if you had a gun to your head. No, no, no. She's, she's actually fantastic. And roast dinners are her specialty. specialty. Yeah, Chris is a good cook as well, my wife. Very good. We normally do Christmas at home. We normally change it. A couple at home, then we go out for a bite to eat, change it, but... Hey, Christmas Eve, we have we doing Japanese actually, and doing, doing a Japanese restaurant on on the Christmas Eve. Oh, really, we saying something different. Yep. Do and you then, go quite big on Christmas Eve? Try not to, because nah. it's all about Christmas Day. We have got little yeah, ones. Agree. Try we try not to. It's hard because you're all excited. Yeah. Some people are really against that idea that you don't go and absolutely have it on Christmas Eve. Mm. But I think it spoils the dinner. Personally, it, I've seen Christmas Day ruined on big Christmas Eves. Mm. Never done it. Don't like it. I don't like it. It's only because for me, it's the kids. The one day of the year that the kids are so excited. They're up yeah. at five in the morning, six in the morning, and if you're a bit groggy in bed, in like, I just feel like a bit of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, a bit of a loser. yeah. You're like, it's like, well, it's not. Yeah. It's not for us, is it now? Yeah. You've got children. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I've actually, I get really organised for the Christmas day. I'm going to send you the plan that I stick to. So I write it all out, everything that I need to do. I'll send it over to you boys. All right. Because I'd be fascinated to get your views. Yeah, right. so, yeah. so what do you do? A beef? A beef. What does your plan entail? What would it say? Well, it, it has literally minute by minute of everything that I'm going to do at what time. Yeah, we've Cooking at what before. temperatures. Mm. It's like a guide. 
to be honest with you, we could whack out on the socials and if everyone followed it, you'll have the perfect Christmas dinner. There you go. And I, and to be fair, I'm doing two barbecues. You don't have to do that. You could, you know, whack it in the oven or whatever. Needs to do that. Anyway, um, let's see. <laughs> All right, this podcast today, we're going to talk about fixtures. You know, the fans as fans as well, and actually working on games now, You, I look at the fixtures. I've, I've looked at the fixtures since I was 10 years old. Mm. It's so important when they yeah. come out in the summer. You're like, who have we got? When do we play the local rivals? When do we have the big game? When is you play that, this team, that team? When are we away? As players, I don't know if you're the same, Sids, you look around at Christmas. That's the number way. You look around Christmas, you're thinking, yeah. who, are we at home? Are we away? Are we traveling? that's the kind of it's, it's the busiest time of the year and that's when you look at and obviously the opening game that's the number one isn't it the Christmas one my birthday's in December so I, I kind of look when my birthday is and see who we're playing the week before the week after or maybe on that <clears throat> on that day but Christmas the Boxing Day one is huge isn't yeah. it because it it always tends to be a local team, doesn't it? Because travelling for fans, it always they they kind of get it right logistically. They do arrange it like that. Yeah. Don't they? Yes. Not, yeah. Yeah. If you'll notice, they kind of do get teams in and around. So mm. I think I'm covering one uh, Boxing Day. I'm covering Fulham Bournemouth. That's not too bad. It's you God, know, mate. What a pleasant Boxing Day for you then? Yeah. It's nice to get out of the house. I'm That's doing, what I mean. I'm doing That's a game great. on Boxing Day as well. I don't know what it is yet, but. Uh, I'll be doing a game Boxing Day as well. Sorry, I, I actually love getting out of the house. Yeah. You know, like you have oh, Christmas Day. By that Day. point, you need like to. As, as a play, even as a player, you know, Christmas Day, I'd go in training on Christmas Day and then <clears throat> you'd come home and then you'd have a game kind of Boxing Day. Like, it's, I, I, I loved it. Mm. Great. Did you like it or not? Well, playing on Boxing Day. Yeah, I quite liked it. Uh, yeah. Boxing Day's, Boxing Day's, we said the thing, but Boxing Day's huge in this country. The sport. Yeah. Everything, horse yeah. racing, the football, he's massive. The I darts do, now as well. I do remember though, like when you're conditioned to playing over Christmas, you kind of miss out on everything, don't you really, as a player? Yeah. As a player. Yeah. I remember you retired before me. I remember <laughs> you sent a picture, I think I was away in a hotel on on Christmas Day. Mm. I think I'm, I was in Stoke in a hotel. Which part was it? Which part was it called? Christmas Day. And he sent a picture of him around the table, like with the, with the wine, and yeah. and I was a bit jealous. Yeah, open up the bottle of red. That was a nice one to enjoy. The first one, yeah, the first one's the best one when you retire. But, yeah. those, but then you, you start missing it, and then you miss it. Yeah, like now I miss it. But so those fixtures when they first come out, first game of the season, Boxing Day, New Year's Day as well. No, or not as not asked recently. as players for that nah. one. It was it was a bit strange on New Year's Eve being in a hotel, um, and I used to turn the lights out at ten thirty, and your phone would go mad, and you'd have a little peek at it, going, "Oh, you know, someone's smashed, trying to wish you a happy New Year," and you're like, oh. "But you would, it's not one that you'd look at, is it? You you never look at that one and go, ah, oh. not missing out too much." No. Though. Yeah, it was all deal with the fireworks that aren't necessarily being aimed at your hotel, but yeah, just yeah, on right. You'd hear that, yeah. But it was always Christmas was the number one. A couple of birthdays, maybe the wife's birthday or your birthday, and the opening game. The opening game is huge because that's the one you look forward to. You're thinking, right, pre-season starts and then you're gearing up for that number one. Are we at home? Are we away? I hated playing away on the first one. It's horrible. Especially to a team that just got promoted. 
Yeah, okay. That's the hardest one. I remember when I was at Villa and Stoke got promoted um, and we played them at, at Stoke and they beat us 2-1, I think 3-1. And you just you could just tell they was bouncing. It was one of them games. So, yeah, playing a newly promoted team on the first day was hard. I, I remember I remember first day of the season, I remember playing Chelsea and Portsmouth. You know, we talked about... Um, we talked about pre-season on, on the last episode and you gear up the whole pre-season to be fit, to be ready for that first game and we got absolutely battered. I think it was six at Stamford Bridge. I thought Deco was the best player I've ever seen. You know, it was when Deco went there and they yeah. had some team then and I thought, I mean, he didn't really do it at Chelsea, did he? But like that day, well, we got absolutely destroyed and it, it kills you for the start of the season like to get done six for opening day. Yeah, that's not good. Well, is that it? newly promoted mentality yeah. as well, the bit up and at them kind of thing, it, it does actually count for a lot. It's similar to the new manager bounce, isn't Massive. it? Massive. Because they're riding that wave, aren't they? They're, they got promoted. They've, had, they've probably had the best off season of their life celebrating. Pre season, they can't wait to get going. Then the fixtures come out. Then they're looking forward to it. And then bang, it's D Day. And you know. If you're going to their place, it's just going to be bouncing. It's true that bigger league, more money, better lifestyles potentially. Like it's all, yeah. it's all on the up yeah, at that point, point, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it's like you're expected to yeah. roll yeah. them over. Yeah, and it's, that's it's, it. They're underdogs, yeah. aren't they? It's a tough. Game. That's the trickiest game of the, of the season, I'd say. That one there. Yeah, like the first game one. of the season, the, the place is jumping. They just can't believe they're in the Premier League. And then you got to go there as a Premier League team established and quash all that. And if you don't, it's like a terrible start to the season, yeah. even though it's a really tough game. Yeah. And how quickly does that first game of the season, it feels to me that it, because you're not in the run of games, then people have been so looking forward to that first game of the season. A loss there pisses off the fans. It's a mm. bad mark. Already the questions start yeah. in a weird kind of way. They must do from that first game. because. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a different pressure to just moving on because there's been so much anticipation up yeah. until then. All yeah. the all the all the kind of fans' expectations at the start of the season. You know what it's like as a fan. Like everyone's so hopeful for the season, then you just like kill it by losing to the team that's just come up, mm. absolutely ruined it, ruined their days. We had that at Reading. We had that at Reading. Uh, we got we had Plymouth. Plymouth on the first day at home lost two one, got booed off the pitch. Really? And then we went on like a 30 odd game oh, unbeaten run. And eventually we, we got promoted. But God, that's how what did I mean. You turn that, that, first that, that first game, was that just an anomaly, do you think? Or did the booing help? Or was it uh, a bit of a kick up the arse at the yeah, right time? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, do you I, think I, if I you'd won, you might not have got yeah, on that possibly. run afterwards? Maybe. It's, maybe. Because as well, the first game, the next, the, the, you have to wait a week because it's not a midweek game. Or there might be the, the cup game, uh, whatever it's called now. What we, well, let's just call it the League Cup. Which again, the squad will rotate. So you've got to wait a whole week before the second game. Mm. So it can't, getting off the right start is huge, isn't it? I've got a game for you quickly, uh, just reminding me. Um, can you name as many League Cup names as, <laughs> as, as you can? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Carling. So we'll go round, right, until, until we run out. Carling. Carling. Coca Cola. Worthington. Carabao. Littlewoods or not? Yeah. Milk. Mm. I can't think of another one. Why? Ow. No. I feel like you've got a lot left to go. Quite a few. Serious? 
I was going to say Crown Paints, but that's <laughs> Liverpool <Yeah>. sponsor. <laughs> uh, mm, Rumblows? Oh my gosh. What's yeah. Rumblow? The Rumblows, yeah. 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 I'm out, I'm out. Uh, Rumblows. You've got still a few, going, still going. Capital One. Yeah, okay, yeah. Capital yeah. One, more, yeah. more recent. Coca-Cola. You said Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, I said that, yeah. Um, yeah, Milk, Little Woods, Rumbelows, Coca-Cola, Worthington, Capital, Capital One, Carabao, to be fair with Naldum. Rumbelows? Rumbelows? What were Rumbelows then, just out of interest? Rumbelows was... Sounds uh, like a strip club. Sure? Le- electrical retailers. A bit like Curry's. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rumbelows, electrical company, like once rival Curry's, Dixon's and Comet. Sounds like a club that someone would go to on holiday. Do you know what I mean? Like one of those Rumble. places. It's like, where, <laughs> no, where are you going to? No, cut, like, I think. Found Rumble. this place, Rumbelows. Hey, fancy four of the buggers down the Rumbelows. I remember, I think, a big run run it, run it with um, with Man United. And I think it was, I think it saved his job. I'm sure it did. I'm sure he had a big, he had a big win in the Rumbelows Cup. Wow. On those Christmas fixtures, just going back to that, is now the time of year where, as a footballer, you're looking at whether you need to be a little bit injured or develop some sort of illness? Now, the Christmas fixtures. We've discussed this before, haven't we, with, like, sendings off around Christmas. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's not been done. Mm. I haven't done it. I haven't, I've, I, I haven't done it. I've not missed one. I've not missed one over Christmas on purpose. No. Don't name the player... But have you ever called out another player or sort of known that they've missed? Well, Kev Nolan missed four years in uh, four years on the spin, didn't he? <laughs> well, because you're because it's and you know what? It can actually be genuine timing because five bookings gets you a one game around down. that time. So you could be on four bookings in and around early November, late November, thinking, all right, okay, let's just pump the brakes a little bit. Because no, and as soon as you get the, as soon as, as soon as you get that, that's that's amazing. As soon as you get that fifth booking, it's the game after, so okay. you know. So you're basically saying, if you sort of know you're going to get a fifth booking, it's better to be cautious on the week before. If you get the week before, be Christmas. cautious and then get cautioned. <laughs> yeah. But then now, now. You can have your Christmas, but then you plan like the twenty eighth, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's still training and all that, is it? And Probably now just... it's all changed. I mean, what's the new one? A game Christmas on Christmas Eve. Eve. Well, Christmas Eve now. That's the first one ever. Uh, yeah, look, for the first time, twenty eight years, there'll be a Christmas Eve fixture in the Premier League. What? Chelsea Wolves. Yes. I don't know this. I didn't know this. Chelsea what? Wolves. <laughs> is on the, yeah, not is yeah. a massive uproar about yeah. it. It's never been a Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. See, I'd I'd hate that more than anything. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, but there's nothing on in the pub, enjoy your mate. Christmas Day, probably, can't you? Because then you probably won't play until the 28th. You've got a nice Christmas yeah, Day. That's true. That's yeah, true. That's no, true. No manager's going to call it's you in the I next it's day. Better. Well, because your Christmas Day's off then, surely, isn't it? And you're back in on Boxing Day. Is the uproar... Surely you have a train. good Christmas Day off. And you, yeah. you have it with your... Like, it's good. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, the, it's the uproar, the travel and everything like that. Yeah, I'm thinking more I understand that. The uproar's for the fans. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, which I get. Yeah, but... Outside of that, Christmas Eve football in the pub, amazing. Yeah. Unless yeah. I'm really missing something with this. No, no, I think we're suckers for tradition, are we, in yeah. this country? Mm. And we don't like anyone changing what we've always known. But don't you ever navigate towards sport on Christmas Day just because, like, it'll get to, like, two, three in the morning for me after a Christmas Day, little nap, what, which I still, always enjoy. You're still cooking or what? I <laughs> 
No Peter. <laughs> That's a nibble. That was a bite. I'm not that nibbling. That was a little nibble. Not, didn't nibble. <laughs> so don't worry, kids. Got to have a four hours on this one and 17 on this one. <laughs> prick. That's a nibble. He's we got him. Prick. <laughs> Come <laughs> No, what I'm saying is the dinner's been That's cooked. The presents going, kids. I'll be in in a minute. 14 hours left. <laughs> no, because of the schedule, I will have. I will have Christmas, yeah, Christmas dinner. Presents in between. So Christmas dinner will be done at 4 p.m. <laughs> and then I'll have the Christmas dinner. I'll have a couple of drinks. I'll have a nap at some point, depending where it is. But then. After a load of drinks that evening, I will then get into um, what sport I can find on the TV. Mm. You know, like when you've gone past the singing phase and karaoke, like all of that. How much sport? Yeah, it's just, but it's constant. And football seems to be, I think, how many different sort of sets of fixtures are? Is there like four? Is there an early one? Three, like, or whatever? It's not 3 p.m., is it? It's like 2 p.m. or something weird. No, it's still 3 p.m. Is it 3 p.m. on Boxing Day? Yeah, yeah. Not as many, like, but there will but then be some. But then there's an after and then an evening. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I remember doing it as a kid with my dad. And that's why, even when I became a player, I never really I never complained as a player because I remember going with my dad. And I, I you know, Christmas Day, I'd be so excited for the Boxing Day game. And me and my dad used to go to football and you get all wrapped up and it was like, you know, you'd just go and it'd be our day, me and my dad, and we just have such a great time. Mm. And uh and it was special. Oh, I, I don't think that'll ever change. Yeah. In the, like you said there, we are sticks, aren't we, for tradition. And that family day on the Boxing Day, oh, whether that's going to be everyone going or father and son, father, daughter, yeah. father and kids, you know, it's, it's, no, it's, it's a big special. one. We got the early kickoff last season, which was a bit annoying, uh, you know, after a big night. But what I was saying is on Christmas, do you ever get into some of the, some sports you don't normally watch? Like 3 a.m., you hit basketball time in America. So it's quite cool. You watch Brooklyn or like, I find myself getting really into what, the on basketball. Christmas Day night? On Christmas Day night, I'll, I'll be on sort of brandy sort of thing oh, at that oh, kind really? of time. And then just not really wanting to sleep because I'm having fun. So I end up watching Ooh. basketball, whatever oh. I can find on any sport channel, live sport. Yeah. Until I sort of just not off from that. I, I, I used Perfect to like, like, a bit of a ball game and that with the, with the family, quite yeah. like that. Gets gets aggressive, um, but then then I quite like um, watching like a comedian. Comedians usually bring out like a new DVD, don't they, for yeah, Christmas and all that. Nice. I like banging on like a Michael McIntyre or a, or a Peter Kay or mm. Kevin Bridges or something. Yeah, like that. mm. yeah, yeah like that's those. cool. Only falls is on our house. Only falls of course, it is. Yeah. It is no, it is genuinely. It is seriously. Uh, I got yeah, some <laughs> <laughs> but the that Christmas period, you always look at Boxing Day, but you know you go right 26, 28, 30 or 4 first, and then the FA Cup games on like the first yeah. weekend. That, so I you love know, that game as yeah, well. So you know that bulk, there's like four or five games there, and you go get through that, then you can just after that FA Cup game, usually like I'll have a bit of a yeah. blowout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and those FA Cup games are great, aren't they? Let's yeah. be honest. The third round of the FA Cup oh, comes after. Popper, the, yeah. and, and I remember playing against, like, you might play like a non-league team or something. You might be at Liverpool, Tottenham or, you know, big, a big Premier League team and you go somewhere mad and it's just like, 
great. It's, it? it's the best. And even the match of the day after in the evening, like with the Chinese and that, it's like, it's yeah. the best. It, it's you see all the big dogs go to somewhere that they'd never been before, and it's the best. And you see the the whole setup of that, and the, all the cameras going, and you guys going, and like turning up in clubs, and it all looks tight, and it's yeah. brilliant. And especially if you can get along to, even if it's teams you don't necessarily support week in week out, if you can get tickets to it, it's mm. it's That's, amazing. But what about being a, a big player in these games, or part of a big team? Be honest as well. Yes, like we're romanticizing it from a fan's point of view here, but playing in it. Was it sometimes a frustrating fixture to to be part of, just in terms of you know a campaign of a season? Oh, so, I mean, it, it's a hard one to be a part of because you, you you go there, you've got nothing nothing to gain from it at all. You go there if you get if you if you win one nil, no one cares. If you mm. score, it's like you should should be. Um, if you lose, you know, it's you know so you're, you're concentrating on the season. What we used to say is like yeah. when the cameras were there and it was live. It was like usually it's when the team's struggling, like Man United are struggling at the moment, and they go to Shrewsbury, mm. and they it, it's because they're expecting a, a shock. Yeah. So Leicester, and, and Newport, like, so I've yeah. had one, Lincoln away. Yeah, I've been known as the Lincoln Eleven. Oh really? Yeah, we was winding up at half time for Brighton, and we got down two one. But yeah, they're horrible them games because you you hung out to dry a little. We got bit, done by like... um, having a Waterlooville. We played at Liverpool. I remember uh, having yes. Waterlooville. They went one up. We were like, oh my god. Oh, we done them in, in the end comfortably, but they gave us a scare. Yeah. Big scare. But I, you've also got a thing, I guess, when you know the cameras are there and you're stepping out in that, especially if it's a smaller ground, yeah. it's like yeah. crowder on you. But you also must know that there are most football fans watching this everyone that are, just, are actually just wanting you to lose. Yeah, it's everyone in does. In quite yeah. an unusual, you know, different to watching normal Premier League games. It's, we, we all love London. Yeah. This next part of the podcast is sponsored by Brewdog. So, Crouchy Sids, it's been one hell of a year, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. 2023, the year of barbecues, puddings being massive, Crouchy so discovering well. the slide at Brewdog Waterloo. We've had many good times on that slide. Yes. And, uh, of course, getting disqualified from pretty much every Brewpong tournament going uh, that we we held here at Brewdog Waterloo. And an epic Crouch Fest, wasn't it amazing? Yeah, like, you think about it, actually, when you, when you see that, there's a... We've just been a lot gone on this year. A lot of Yeah, it's been a hectic year. And you know when it, it's been hectic because it's gone so far. Mm. I, it was my 40th last December and it's near enough a year yeah. thrown around. So it's, it's been a great year. No, but it's been a hell of a ride and we want to celebrate that with you. Yeah, we do. We do. We'll be handing out some special awards to mark our favourite things to happen this year. And we want your help. We want you to nominate a mate for an award of your choosing and tell us the story behind it. So, for example, I might put Chris forward for the uh, BBQC of the year. Uh, what has your mate done that's uh, award worthy, really? Uh, you know, Sids, tell us your favourite pudding. Etc. Yeah. Uh, tell us your best ones, and we'll be we'll be read out on the pod. And our favourite winners will get a special video message from us. Yep. Hold on a minute. Where is Ryan? Where's Ryan today? That's a good question. Um, ah, no, I do know this. I've got a voice message from Ryan because uh, it's new beer time, isn't it? And um, Ryan's normally here, but I do have a voice message. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Yes. Crouchy, Sids, Chris, I'm really sorry I can't be there in person. I'm actually taking a little bit of time away from the bar at the moment for the birth of my daughter. Um, as you are all aware, I am a massive Spurs fan, so we have decided to name our daughter in honour of our captain and named her Sonny. 
As you can imagine, she's keeping me incredibly busy at the moment. That said, we are developing quite the partnership and I'm starting to feel like a young Harry Kane. Anyway, instead of introducing you to a new beer for the month, I thought I'd get into the spirit of looking back in 2023 and pick you a different one from each week that we've discussed a beer from this year. First up, we have Lost Lager. You might remember this one from a few months back. It is a beautiful lager made like it was back in the day using Lost techniques, which take their time to create that vibrant and dry hop taste. It's an incredibly delicious, crisp Pilsner. Right, guys, enjoy the beer. But before I go, I do have a question for you. Taking inspiration from the Lost and Found Challenge we played to celebrate Lost Lager, which footballer would you give the Comeback of the Year award to? You know, that one player who was almost lost in the footballing wilderness, and we've kind of got reconnected with them once they finally re-found that form. I think it's safe to say my pick would be Sonny. Cheers, guys. All the best. Oh well, congratulations, wow. Ryan. First congratulations. Thing. And fair play to the missus for letting him call her. She doesn't know. Yeah. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he's just said Sonny like as if... It's a great name. It's a nice name. We we talked about my little nephew, Sonny, yeah. Yeah, we talked about our little boy being called Sonny. So it is a nice name. I mean, I think think she'd have smelt a rat, you know, if if she went for maybe who who men, (laughs) potentially. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know, like, like, you know what I mean? It's like Sonny's a name that you potentially... It's a clever way of getting a footballer's name. Then he's yeah. done well. He's he's done well. And, mm. and many well, Divrat didn't fly, did it? Well, I have to say, selection obviously of of lost. It feels like a classic. It feels like where we started. It feels like we're back to basics. I think this mm-hmm. was the first one we did, um, and it's a it's a it's a good lager in it. Yeah, yeah, very good lager. So, yeah, yeah, it's a mainstay. This it's it's nice. It's it's the one we can, go back to. Yeah, you can you can have you can have a few and just it's a good vibe. It's a good vibe drinking good vibe, beer. Yeah, nice. Julian Dix, not Julian Dix's favourite. Famously uh, so. Uh, but <laughs> not for me. <laughs> no, actually, that was Black Heart. He, he wasn't too keen on. I think he, he got a well lost. Um, okay, football uh, comeback of the year. Any shouts here for footballers? I think I think Son's a good one because he had, he had a he had a difficult year last year. And Tottenham as a whole have trouble one, but haven't they? James Madison because yes, obviously Leicester the got relegated. The, he didn't feature Reed, did he, in the tournament with England? If I'm saying Grealish, probably ahead of him. And then look at him now. Yeah, yeah. I've got one for you as well. Scott McTominay as well. I feel like he, um, he quite easily have kind of been lost. He signed new players. Uh, it was kind of, you know, Fred went and they were, they were trying to break up that midfield. I feel like he yeah. kind of chumbled one, but quite a bit this year. Um, um, yeah, okay. He could have found himself lost. Right, we've also got the first nomination for award from our listeners. Uh, I think we can take a listen to that too. Hi, lads. I want to nominate my uh, best friends, Joe, for being the uh, top shithouse award. Um, many years ago in our uni days, uh, I had separate to my uni friends, a group of football friends, and we had a Christmas jumpers night out in Liverpool. We ended up in a bar, which is probably well known to Ross and the lads, Smokey Moe's, um, the finest establishment in Liverpool. I um, Being the good friend that I was, I invited Joe along, despite the fact that he didn't know the football lads just to be uh, part of the night out. So he comes along in his Christmas jumper along with everyone else. We're getting on fine. Unbeknown to me at the time, in his back pocket, uh, Joe had a fake £20 note. And I should have known, but I'd had a few drinks at the time, that Joe, being the tight ass that he is, he sends me the bar with this £20. Um, I order a round of drinks and then uh, I tap 
on the shoulder from two big bouncers and me and everyone in the bar who had a Christmas jumper on associated even those that didn't even come out with us but because they had a Christmas jumper on there was a lot of them uh, were all chucked out the bar um, I got my own back many years later when Joe uh, asked me to be his best man and we went to Sunny Benidorm and uh, I managed to get Joe in a pair of dissolvable swimming shorts. Oh. Um, I'll send you that video separately on uh, your Twitter DM so you can enjoy that at your leisure. <laughs> can enjoy that at your leisure. Superb. Oh my God. I, that is, I've never even heard of dissolving swimming trunks. Yeah. I've seen oh, I've yeah. seen a video before. They are they go quickly. Wow, do they? Yeah, they like, do. All completely gone. Gone. How about this? I've not seen this. Okay, um, great. Well, um, keep those nominations coming through. Um, you can get you can get in touch on our socials. So just head to Twitter and right at the top of there, there's something pinned, and you can put your nominations through that. And while you're at it, if you want to enjoy a sip of Lost Lager like we're doing right now, head over to Brewdog.com where new customers can get 15% using the code Crouch15. That's Crouch15. Just Type that in at the checkout and enjoy. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah. Talking of big games, when you was at Liverpool, did obviously there about first game season and Christmas or birthday, did you ever look for the Man United game? Yeah, or, and the Everton game that's are they true, the ones where you like because that's although the fans probably that's the first one the fans ever look for that's the, as a player honesty, the Man United game was the, was the first one I think like for, for all the fans all the players everything and what was that either either one home or away or was it more so wins or one at home or wins or no, one away both both yeah yeah both of those games they, they were the, they're the biggest for me they're the biggest in, in English football but where and would you want those games? Yeah. you know if you're looking at them are you meaning that from a just kind of like it's just kind of nice to imagine where, what point in the year you're going to be there, like sort of yeah, picturing your head weather. I'll wait for that. Like it's, that's the game. But that's it. But also, do you look for some of those games, how much sort of tactically are you thinking as a player for a team at some of the bigger teams that you're going to be up against or the spicier games and where they fit in the season? Yeah, Is there ideal places thinking. for that? Yeah, and I'm thinking that. Where, where When they put out these fixture lists, because there's always a spicy one, they're, March, March, April, when you, when it's you know it's going to be potentially. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it could be decided on this one. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Very rarely would you get Liverpool Man U opening game in the season. Mm. Well, you know what I didn't realise? Like when I, when I did the, I did the Rod Stewart um, picking the balls out of the hat for the FA Cup. Um, I, when I was doing that, I didn't realise how many people think that there's a conspiracy going on. Like with, they they genuinely think that the bigger teams get the better draws yeah. and this and that and they're like and, and there's hot hot hot, cold hot, hot yeah. balls and stuff like that. I remember playing up to it a little bit and uh, saying, "Oh, that one was roasted." <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. I didn't say. I didn't say at the time. But I think I put it out there uh, saying, um, 
cow on was roasting him. Like Man United or something, you know. But yeah, people really believe all that. Steve, like, I think that was my proudest moment. One of my proudest moments with Crouchy was we'd had this discussion about he's got the draw. And you know I've coming? put a tweet out before and we've talked about it in the pod and he's gone yeah, like, will pressure. you do the Sir Rod, right? So just before he goes and does it, I'll text him and everything, make sure like, because sometimes when Pete's in a situation, he is actually, you know, outside this podcast, a consummate professional. Mm. <laughs> As I you know. that when I got in that room <laughs> and they, they have the two adjudicators from the FA. Yeah. So usually behind the camera, you know, we have the the, the, the cameraman and the producers and the floor manager. There's, there's people, that I know them all. But like here, there was a lot of people. Mm. It was like, you realised it was important. And you're at the FA and I thought, next year. And I know in the back of my head, I'm doing a rod in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a full rod in a minute. <laughs> These people uh, don't know what's going to be too. <laughs> How's it going to go down? Oh, mate. And we put the tweet out and everything. It's like everyone's watching, waiting for it. And then sure enough, the arm goes over the top and into it. You could almost hear the nation celebrating. Oh, but you know when um, people are watching those draws, because that's so fun, isn't it? Especially if you're, um, well, I guess both ways. If you're FA Cup home, FA Cup away, and you're drawing a big team, Fans, that's so so exciting to watch. Player, isn't it? Like, so exciting. I promise you, I've I've watched draws, and as a player involved in this, in, involved in the draw, and I'm while I'm waiting, I'm nervous to see where who's gonna where we're gonna cut. Do, gonna... do you watch that individually, or do you? Oh, are there no, points yeah. in the FA Cup where you do gather for it? Well, or... I got, got one for yeah. you. Um, the Champions League draw because that comes out at like eleven yeah. o'clock on like a Tuesday. Yeah, and it's like in the morning, isn't yeah. it? We'll be training. Yes, so you're always training. So like. I always remember, like, so we'd send in, like, the masseur. The minute at Liverpool, like, we'd have Smalley or someone like the masseur, and he'd, he'd, he'd go in and watch the draw. And we'd be training, and uh, we'd always, like, not... we'd always, Our mind would be on who we've got. Of course. And he'd run out and he'd go, Barca, you know, Benfica and AC Milan, or, you know, wherever it was. Yeah. And you'd go, like, whoa, and you'd just be, like, buzzing for the draw. Champions League draw, the group stage, is... Huge mm. for fans and players. Once yeah, you... I sort of imagine you. I've got visions of you, all Stevie, all of all of you as a group. Telly on in the canteen, whatever it is. The draw comes well. through, yeah. and Stevie just turns around and it's like, "Let's fucking go. We've got this." <laughs> <laughs> what did That's... he do? Yeah, sorry, I can't. <laughs> <don't>... <laughs> the accent is uh... was that thing. Scouse? It was. Um, was it? It was Scouse. Mm. Can I hear it again? Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Rousing. <laughs> yeah, but he'd be quite calm about it, wouldn't he? That's the thing. Yeah, no, I think, like, we have done that as well. We've watched them come in. But, that, I mean, how exciting, right? You, you Sometimes I forget, I've been a fan and I've come through and I've worked so hard to get to a level of football that now I can look at the screen yeah. in the Champions League draw and go... Who are we going to play? Yeah, Where are we going to go? Immersive. What yeah. stadium? You know, are we going to the Bernabeu? Are we going to the San Siro? You know, where are we going? Mm. Stadium of Light in Benfica. With, you know, you're in it. It's you're watching. When I watch mean. the draw, I'm, I'm interested. When you watch the draw, you're in it. It's immersive. It's like watching Blue Planet in the bath. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like you're literally. <laughs> it's like you're literally living part it. of it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> yes. There, there, there it is because you do get. Not nervous, but you do get, you know, there'd be certain teams that you want to get and there'd be certain teams that you want to avoid. 
Mm. And when you see him coming out before, you go, oh, that's big for us. That's massive. You know what? Even, even when you get to that stage, like I've been fortunate enough to get to the, to the, obviously to the final in, in Athens and you go like quarterfinal, like who have you got? Like the draw comes out. You're mm. like, it's Barca against that Barca team. Do you know what I mean? And then the semi-final, you know, you, you've got Chelsea. You know, and yeah, but are you like talking the, 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 the about the round it? of sixteen? It's like you know, obviously, when you get to that stage, obviously, that the course of it's mapped out. But it's like the excitement of like who you're going to get once you get through the group stage, and can you get through that? Like, it, the, 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 the fixtures are not just exciting. I mean, as a player, it was so exciting. Mm. But are you like when these massive fixtures come out? Are you as players? Are you sort of? Does anyone dare go like, oh, don't fancy that? Like, how how different is it from fans to players with it when the fixtures are announced? Or do you front it a bit more? Yeah, is, no, no, or is everyone you're... beatable? And, on, and... on the draw, or in I a, guess cup, just in a cup you're... competition, you mean? Cup competition. Well, yeah, you don't, jump... like, if you're in the FA Cup or the Champions League, you don't want to get the big teams. Like, you'd rather, although, you know, to win it, you need to play them at some point. But you obviously want an easier route there. That's mm. that's a given that, you like. you know... If you think you could win it, you'd rather an easy game. If, you, if you've got no chance, if you're, you know, a team that is in the Champions League for the first time that, that can't really win it. Yeah, um, you'll take anyone. You, you'll want the big ones. You'd rather play in the big stadiums, yeah. I think, and but, play big teams. And the same as like, if you're a non-league team and you qualify for the FA Cup, you want it, Man United. You want yeah. Liverpool yeah. away. 100%. So you can say you've played at Anfield or yeah. played at Old Trafford. But if you're, if you're playing for Liverpool, Chelsea, like if you're, if you're in a big team, you almost don't want a team so small that it, it could embarrass yeah. you. It could embarrass yeah. you. Like, in a weird kind of way, you'd rather maybe duck out. Yeah. As, yeah. as terrible as this sounds. I remember to playing... To a better team, but in a bit more of an anonymous yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I remember mean, playing the FA Cup. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I remember playing at the FA Cup when we was at Stoke and we played... Do you remember Bojan scored the volley, the left foot volley? We played yeah. uh, Shrewsbury it away. His leg as well, didn't that game? Yeah, he got injured. Mm. But I remember the draw was done before the game. Mm. And we was it was it was raining late and the boys were out for a warm up and I was on the bench and I was like I'm gonna watch a draw so you know that you know like there's always that t- that TV that's down the tunnel somewhere there's like a little tiny TV in someone's cupboard I was watching it and I remember the coming out I weren't overly late um going to the boys if we win this we've got so and so and so because I had to watch the draw yeah yeah I was like oh, wow we're in this who, who are we gonna get who are we gonna get rather than go out there and wait for someone else to get the message I was filming something and I um. For the thing I was doing, I had to go to Stamford Bridge to watch the FA Cup draw happening. So similar to your experience, Crouching, what I found really interesting uh, away from the draw was the rehearsal that they had to do for it. Because they're drawing big games. And so you would have done that for your yeah, FA Cup I, I draw. Drew, I drew a Manchester derby Did in you? the FA Cup. Yeah. In the in the in the uh in the rehearsal. In the rehearsal, yeah. <gasps> The Manchester derby that never happened, yeah. and also there's a slight, there's like a slight pressure on you to draw. Do you do you feel as ridiculous as this is? Even though you have no control, the balls aren't hot, cold, yeah. whatever it is. But there is a weird kind of pressure on you to do a good round for the FA Cup. Like even TV producers are watching it, going like, "Fucking hell, Crouchy!" Like, I know, I know, and and also I was thinking like you 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 want to kind of draw your old your, your teams associated to you like a good draw. Um, but also my other thing was is like I felt like I kind of had the power I'm thinking whatever ball I pick out of my whatever mm. I you know I choose to pick that that they've all got to travel to that yeah, it's the coaches <laughs> you're, you're, it's like <laughs> it's like a computer it? game fuck so <laughs> can't believe it <laughs> they got to travel there you're God it's like no, it's a weird it? like I will 
bring the whole of this town to yeah, this yeah, town. You're dictating that day's sport. <laughs> no, yeah, you kind of underestimate it, really. Though. Mate, <laughs> if you really want to go deep on this, now we've had a couple of hazy jeans. Um, <laughs> look at what look at what that extends to. You celebrate a big FA Cup win as a fan. You go out. You're in the local town. You meet a lovely lady. You're something. You meet a, a lovely gentleman. Yeah. You go out. You meet them. You're there. You have kids. Those kids go on to have their own and football career. And that's in themselves. all happened because I picked that ball out of the hat. It's all because Peter Crouch did the Sir Rod <laughs> in the FA Cup third round draw. <laughs> Flip side of that, he might have gone there and got arrested. Might still be inside. Let us know what Crouchy <laughs> has sorted for you. What thanks to the draw. What did that draw that day change about your uh, life? <laughs> what, what what round was it? Was it fourth round? I don't remember. Okay. Okay, no, we're sure we can find look? out. Yeah, let's have a what did, I, what did I change for you? <laughs> I'd love to hear some of these. Have you got it, Chris? Yeah, okay. So you did the fourth round draw on January the 11th. 2021. Uh, exactly that, 2021. So what we want to know is how did Peter Crouch change your life with this draw? <laughs> is there anyone out there? How are we getting into this? <laughs> Can we? Can you? Can you rattle off some of the yeah. the fixtures? So maybe you're at this game and something happened that is, you know, it's the butterfly well, hopefully effect. Hopefully it was it's, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully it was good. You know, you, hopefully you met your wife or you know you had a great night. Okay, so the fourth <laughs> the fourth round, January the eleventh. Do you say twenty twenty one? Isn't it? Um, Cheltenham against Man City. You drew that. Oh, I bet there's loads Ooh. of Cheltenham fans that remember that day. Yeah, that could tell me exactly where they were. Bournemouth against Crawley Town, Swansea against Nottingham Forest, Manchester United against Liverpool. Yeah, I knew at Old Trafford. Yeah, that was it because I remember loads of loads of scousers next to us straight after went, "You fucking idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Barnsley against Norwich, Chorley against Wolves. I seem to remember that was that was an interesting Chorley one. Wolves. I seem to remember the Chorley Wolves mm-hmm. thing. Um, Millwall against Bristol City, Brighton against Blackpool. Sids, did anything? Happened with that game that you remember? Like, no, I, no, I don't really remember. Um, Wickham against Tottenham. Did that go to replay? I can't remember. Oh, I um, won that game. Wickham, Wickham, Tottenham. Yeah, I covered that game. Uh, Spurs won. Spurs won. It was freezing. Was it freezing? It was cold. a cold night. Did, At Wickham. Did, At Wickham. Right. Did the cold Tough cause place it? to go Wickham away? <laughs> 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 A um, couple more. Fulham against Burnley. Sheffield United against Plymouth. Chelsea against Luton. Uh, uh, it was Stockport or West Ham against Don- Doncaster. Brentford against Leicester. Everton against Sheffield Wednesday. I feel like I've watched a few of those games. I feel like yeah. there's some good games there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But did what... anything happen after those games or anything like that That's that you either want to thank Peter Crouch for or mm. blame him all because of the draw he made in the Just fourth let, round? Let, let us know because, you know, I, I made it all happen and hopefully you, you, you enjoyed it. I hope, I hope there's more positive than negative. Mm-hmm. But send in both. Peter.crouch at acast.com. All right, then, let's get into some messages. Chris, you've got an interesting one, though. Yeah, this is a message from Max. It says, Puddings is massive opera singing voice note. That's... Well, I'm intrigued. All okay. right. <laughs> Exactly what I was hoping for. I've not heard this, but it's just been WhatsApp to me, um, so I'm just loading it in. I don't know what to expect. I'm putting this massive opera voice note. Yeah, the message doesn't even read like a like a normal email you'd send in, but maybe the audio would do the talking. Here we go. Holdings are massive. 
also think you're missing a trick with the slip 11. Uh, I thought of Gabby, I'm on the floor. Uh, so there you go, another one for that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> how does he just slip in and out of that? I don't know how he's just done that. It's like he's travelling like to and from. Like as if he's just got to the tube and gone, oh, I can't do that pudding's uh, that pudding's opera. <laughs> I love the pudding opera guy. I don't think I could follow that one out. Wow. Oh. We should we should just get don't him what I'd love you to do, I don't know if he's he's up for this, but it's Christmas time, so I think you can get away with more of this stuff. Oh. Carol singing, oh. that kind of thing, you know? Like maybe don't go door to door actually. Like you don't need to do that, but I would love him to just do this in the middle of a town centre or a but shopping centre. It was quite good, actually. Quite good. Obviously, good. We'd, have to, uh, we'd have to ask a friend of the pod, uh, Lloyd. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, because he's, he's obviously, very, he'd, he'd know more than us. But, I mean, I've, that sounded good to me. I mean, I, I, I can't fault it for the effort. Uh, yeah, let's get some more. Yeah. And Gabby on the floor as well was a good, <laughs> good input. I like that. To slip 11. All right, then. I've got a message from Oliver. Um, he said, your thoughts on this, please? This is the Ponderosa Bar and Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, so this was a thing yesterday with a lovely group of American visitors. A pint and, uh, with half lager and half Guinness. With 15 uh, years of experience and love for Guinness. This was the first for me and something I'd never heard of. Have you tried this combo? And what they've done, they've put a picture of a load in there but not knowing that that's allowed yeah. so underneath in the uh, in the messages um, so you can only imagine what the listeners have, have gone to town on the uh, <laughs> on the Ponderosa bar and restaurant <laughs> <laughs> Danny Fisher has gone the out puddings is massive another one Chumbawamba was just about to tag them Loat let's drink loud <laughs> pancake 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 no cars allowed in this pub <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you if you own the Ponderosa and you're wondering what on earth has happened to your uh, to your Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is late to the party um, you're, well you're very late where were you when the lout was a was a thing mm. uh, but anyway the, the listeners have come up trumps again now I feel so I've got a picture of the most perfectly timed photos of all time here so it looks like it's Arsenal versus Burnley here um, Rob Holding and Chris Wood on the left is Holding on the right is Chris Wood. So he's got his arm round him. So holding Wood from behind, and it says holding Wood. And yeah. he's actually the worst thing is holding is holding. He's wood. actually holding, <laughs> he's holding his Wood. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, Can he's that... not. He's not. No, just for clarity, <laughs> he's not holding his Wood. He's holding Chris Wood. Just it he's, looks like it'd he's Rob holding from a corner, and he's holding Wood, he's holding but wood. not he's holding, holding his Wood. wood. He's not holding his Wood. Okay. Exactly that. I, I I don't know if that can get beaten. That <laughs> holding Wood again. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of the best footballing photos of all time. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap it up. I think that's fixtures done, to be honest. Uh, yeah. yeah, interesting. And, and what I've realised well, from today's pod is I still have a love of fixtures. <laughs> but I actually love it when they come out. The Champions League, the FA Cup, mm. the Premier League, you know, the Championship, whatever, whatever league you're into, mm. it's an exciting thing when the fixtures come I out. I agree. And yeah. it's about the... In- Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or 
anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Integrity of the FA Cup as well. I think we all love that tournament. And just talking about the draws here and everything um, makes you feel excited about it. And one of you boys should do it again. Uh, let's throw our hat in the ring for doing this uh, this draw for one of these rounds yeah. uh, for, for the upcoming FA Cup, right? I'm not sure I could beat the big man. Don't know how we would we'd top that. It's the well, yeah, power. You, yeah, I think if you do it in a bingo manner, then that would, <laughs> that would that would top it. I think would be great. So uh, yeah, two little ducks, twenty two, <laughs> Manchester United, <laughs> <laughs> meal for <Quiet>. two, <laughs> doctor's <laughs> orders, number nine, <clears throat> Leicester. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's see All if right. we can make it happen. All right, put yeah. it as massive. <laughs> Chumber one for everyone. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.